Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For the Blues, up the right wing, drops it off, pocket the point, shot, scores, rebound! Oscar Sunkfist! Looky what I found! Saad gets it back off the wall. Here's a shot on rebound score! Sunquist with his second point of the game, his first goal of the game. Hawk's gonna rip it wide. Rebound poked in front, and they score! Oscar Sunquist went to the front of the net. He found the puck behind Murray and he buries it in. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, Matthew Rocchio, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and former Blue Oscar Sundquist, Stanley Cup champion with the St. Louis Blues, now of the Detroit Red Wings, joins us on 101 ESPN. Oscar, good morning here in St. Louis. How are you doing? Uh, I'm all good. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, not quite morning here in Sweden, but uh, it's, good, it's good to be on here. Oscar, we're so glad to visit with you. Tell us what Sweden is like in the summer. I think most people listening here in St. Louis would love the visual. I mean, it, it never gets. The sun is up for uh, 24 hours, basically. So, uh, it, it's all a new thing for my for my for my girl that's from from St. Louis, being here. She's having some trouble sleeping because it's so bright all the time. But other than that, it's it's very beautiful. I love I love coming back home during summers. And when you get back home, what do you do in Sweden during the summer? I mean, mostly mostly it's all like catching up with friends, trying to meet up with everyone that that I've known since, since I was a child and stuff like that. And he's having, trying to have a good time with them and, and spend as much time with them and, and same with the family. He's, he's trying, to, trying to spend as much time as possible that he can. So it's good, it's good seeing everyone. Absolutely. And, and what's a food, Oscar? What's a Swedish food that you absolutely have to have when you go back home that you don't get here in the States? I mean, a, a lot of it is obviously the, the Swedish meatballs that I love that, that my mom makes and, and uh, I mean, I think that's probably my my top one that that I need when I come home. Uh, other than that, I mean, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of sausages and stuff like that. So uh, everything everything is great, and it's good to be be home and having some Swedish meals. Oscar, you have remained here. You actually came to a Blues playoff game. What is it about St. Louis that you like so much that you, you've stayed here? I mean, it, it's it's like I'm I'm telling my girlfriend too. It's 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 like my second home you know it's it, it feels like just everything with the city and every how welcome they've been to me all the, this whole time i've been my five years that i've played for the blues and it's it's just it just feels like home and like i that's why when i'm keeping the house too in st louis and when i stay there uh also like spending some summers there half and half kind of with sweden and uh i don't know it, it's just so welcoming and like i i truly love the city and it's it's been so awesome being being a part of of the city of st louis and Oscar, when you're so connected to a city and an organization and you become a champion in a certain place, it's got to be difficult to move on. So what's it been like adapting to life in Detroit? I mean, obviously, it's, like you said, it was hard, hard 
hearing the news, but you know it's it's all business, and and you you just have to do what you're told basically. But uh, it was hard, and it was kind of it was mostly mostly weird, kind of being putting a, a, a red jersey on instead of a blue one. But uh, you quickly quickly adapt to 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 where you are and and how it's going, kind of. So uh, I mean, it, it was weird at first, but. Everyone in Detroit, same there. They've been so welcoming, and it's been it's been awesome time. The, the few months I've been there, so uh, I'm looking forward to going back there now too. Former Blue Oscar Sunquist of the Red Wings with us on 101 ESPN, and you you walk into the room, and there's Robbie Fabry, and you you show up with Jake Wallman, and now Billy Huso and David Perron are going to join you. It's got to be a comfort level to have all those guys that you won with here in St. Louis now in Detroit. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it makes it makes it a lot easier, and I, I've been. Welcoming both uh, both Peron and who so we've been talking a lot so uh, it it definitely gets more comfortable and, and same with like Robbie Fabry welcoming us when when we got there right away and taking care of us so uh, like you said it it feels like it's getting a lot a lot of former Blues players there now so uh, it's gonna get a lot of fun next season. I want to ask you specifically about David Perron, Oscar. What sort of an impact can he make on the Red Wings? I mean, I, I think a lot. Just just. I mean, everyone knows how how good of a player he is and the impact he can make on the ice. But I think also like with his with his experience and and what he's been through throughout his career and and showing kind of uh, the the younger younger guys this is what it takes basically to to be a champion and and to get to the next level. So I'm I'm very excited to have David on, on my side again, and it's gonna be I think we're gonna have a lot of fun. And like I said, he's gonna bring he's gonna bring so much that I mean it's it's gonna be. Very, very valuable for for the whole organization. Hey, Oscar, you had the the surgeries, and that caused you to delay the start of last season. How are you feeling right now? Are are you back to one hundred percent? I'm getting there. I had another another knee surgery after after this season to to fix up the knee a little bit. So uh, still working on it, but it it feels so much better now. You know, like I said, last season was more. Some ga- some games it felt like I was skating with one leg and the knee didn't work and I had no power in the leg and stuff like that. But uh, now after after the second surgery here, it's been it's been really good. Um, just just strength wise and like my, my motion and reach and everything. So feels like I'm getting back to track and I'm 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 looking forward to to try it on ice now here again. Oscar, I want to ask you about the GM in Detroit, Steve Eiserman. I know you're on with Andy Strickland and Cam Jansen, and you described him as kind of terrifying. What is it about him that makes him terrifying? You know, like you're sitting in a room with him, and it's kind of intimidating, and and you kind of see in his eyes kind of like what he wants. Like I said, it is intimidating, but at the same time, he has a goal, and the goal is to win, and you you can really sense that when you're in a room with him one-on-one, and it's a good feeling, even though he is a little bit intimidating, but other than that, he's he's doing such a good job, and like you know from his past, what he's done before with Tampa and all that stuff, and now he's come to Detroit, and he's kind of do the same things. He's an intimidating guy, but he's got a goal, and that kind of like rubs off on on everyone else, I feel like. Who's more intimidating, Iserman or Chief? Iserman. I thought we were going to say Doug there for a second. Doug <laughs> would be would be kind of kind of on the same level, but uh, Chief is Chief is fine. He's uh, he was intimidating at first. I mean, after a couple of years, you, you start joking around with him, and now you just laugh at each other. Basically, we we give each other shit all the time. So he was intimidating at first, but not anymore. Now he's like a little this little little soft guy. He was at first. As you get to know him, he's a sweet guy, and he, his job isn't to be intimidating. Like the GM's job is to be a little bit intimidating. So Chief is. 
more like a, on the softer side. He, he's really good. So for sure, at the start, I was terrified of Chief too. <laughs> hey, Oscar, did you ever hear the story? A youngster, after you guys won the Stanley Cup, a youngster asked Chief who his favorite player was, and he said Oscar Sundquist, and he called you the engine of the team. If you haven't heard that, how does it make you feel? I mean, it obviously gives you it gives you such a such a boost with on all the levels. Uh, I mean, that's that's kind of what you want to hear, and and I mean, I I never thought of myself like like that. I, I was just kind of doing my job and trying to get get the guys going, and kind of I mean, the the, the biggest thing for us was too with with Steen that led the whole line, and he he was kind of the guy talking to us too with me and Barbashev about we, we might not. Me and Boris might not show it in the locker room as much as Steen, but on the ice, we, we're going to show our teammates this is what we need to do to win hockey games, and this is how we have to play. And I feel, I feel like that rubbed off a lot, and, and I mean, it, it suited me perfectly to, to be that style of, of play, and that kind of grew my game and like understanding what kind of what kind of player I will be in the in the NHL. So, I mean, that. Uh, to hear, to hear that, like I said, it's it's such a confidence boost on, on all the levels. Well, Oscar, with you and so many of your fellow Blue t- Blues teammates being in Detroit now, I think a lot of St. Louisans are going to be paying a little bit more attention to the Detroit Red Wings. So give us a scouting report on your team. What are your expectations for your club as you head into next season? I mean, I thought, I mean, at first, before before the free agency, we were a very, very young team. And, uh, I mean, now after free agency, it's like, I think I think we got a shot here. Like we can do something really good. Uh, we got some really new, good new players, and that can help us a lot. And maybe maybe already to take that next step this season to to maybe fight for a playoff spot and, and get in the playoffs. So I'm very excited to 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 see how how, how everything goes plans out. And I mean, like I said, after free agency, I'm, I'm very confident in in this group of, of of guys, and I think we're gonna have a do a lot of lot of damage in in this league. Hey, Oscar, one more thing from me. Matthew Kachuk, I don't know if you've heard over there, Matthew Kachuk of the Flames has told the Flames that he won't sign a long-term contract extension with them. Blues fans are dreaming of getting Matthew Kachuk. You've been on the ice against him. What's it like to play against Matthew Kachuk? Uh, I mean, that's, well, it's kind of it's kind of simple. It's not something you want to do, basically. Uh, <laughs> he... Uh, he, he is that he is the type of guy that you don't want to play against, and he, he's so good at what he's doing. And at the same time, he 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 gets under your skin. And at the same time, I mean, he racked up over a hundred points too. So I mean, it's he he he's so good at what he's doing. And like I said, you, you don't want to you don't want to play against him. And uh, I mean, I know I know a lot of a lot of fans want him in St. Louis, and I think he would fit St. Louis perfectly the style of play that the Chief wants to play. So uh, I'm excited to see see what's happening to him. Oscar, I wanted to ask you, over in Sweden, I know you're getting a chance to play in a charity tournament with Peter Forsberg, who was your hero growing up and kind of your, your hockey hero. How does it feel now to have a relationship with him and get to do these kind of events with him? I mean, it, it's awesome. You know, we just just to talk to him and, like, for for me personally, too, like, that he's he's actually human, basically, you know? So it's uh, it, it's cool it's cool to, to be able to talk to him and chat a little bit. And, I mean, he's... He's been awesome. I've met him a couple of times now, so it's it's, it's always great to see him. And, and I mean, you you still, even though I met him a couple of times, you still get this wow feeling when you when you actually see him again. So uh, it, it's it's just awesome to to be able to get to know him a little bit better. 
Oscar, great stuff. Great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Enjoy your time over in Sweden, and we'll see you back here in St. Louis when you return. Yeah, we will. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. That is former Blue Oscar Sunquist of the Detroit Red Wings on 101 ESPN. What a great interview. We miss Sonny here in St. Louis. I know he still has a presence here, and it was so wonderful to see him back in St. Louis at the Blues games in the playoffs. But you're right. You miss that engine. You miss that presence for sure. And the way he plays, Mm -hmm. as he says, he had to undergo another knee surgery. You hope that he can get back to that stage where he's 100% and do what he does as a member of the Blues. Also, how funny that his nickname is Sonny because his name's Oscar Sundquist, and it's sunny at all hours of the day in summertime <laughs> right. in Sweden. Uh, that really fits. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.